welcome to Revolutionary Women. My name is Tess Silverman. Women around the world are constantly creating ways to make a difference in their communities, and today's guest is no exception. My guest today is Purnima Ramakrishnan. Purnima is a heartfulness trainer and the host of Glow by Heartfulness webinar, which is a webinar series for women to teach heart-based meditation. She is also a UN-awarded journalist, the recipient of the Fellowship in Journalism by International Reporting Project, Johns Hopkins School of Advanced International Studies, and recipient of the Blogger International Activist Award. She is the Chief Strategy Officer at World Moms Network, a Forbes Top 100 website for women, uniting women from 30-plus countries and six continents. She finds joy in meditation and writing, and writes passionately about parenting, womanhood, spirituality, climate, and social change. Hi, Purnima. Welcome to Revolutionary Women. How are you today? Hi, Tess. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very good. Thank you. How are you, Tess? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for uh, being on the show. And I have a few questions, so let's get right to it. Um, So you grew up in Coimbatore. How was it growing up there? I mean, you and your brother called it heaven on earth. May I ask why you describe where you grew up that way? (laughs) Yeah, so it's a city in the southernmost state, Tamil Nadu in India. It's a very beautiful city. It has a very pleasant weather. And yes, we call it heaven on earth. (laughs) We did our schooling there, our university studies, graduate, postgraduate studies. And um, a lot of the world's top universities are also in Coimbatore. And Coimbatore is actually in the world map too, because it's called the Manchester of South India. It has a lot of cotton. Yeah, cotton cultivation and industries. In fact, the world's first induction motor was made. I mean, the India's first induction motor was made in the university where I studied in in Coimbatore. And well, I mean, that's not why I call it. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, you know, um, we we grew up in the same house in the same place from birth till you know till we. Uh, you know, moved out for Mm -hmm. our jobs and for, you know, our families. But Uh it was like roots. It was like, Mm. it was like the best. We had the best childhood. We had, I mean, of course, everybody says we have the best parents. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we had the best family. It was, life was really, um, I mean, heaven. Mm. (laughs) There's no other way to call it. It was was a very beautiful childhood. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a very beautiful city, a very beautiful community we grew up in. Mm -hmm. And we probably, you know, I mean, it was the best times of our life. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's really beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. But you're currently now, you live in Chennai? Yes, yes. So Chennai is a few miles away from Coimbatore, like uh, I guess three hundred miles or uh, or so. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the capital city of the Tamil Nadu state, mm-hmm. and um, it's a very vibrant city. It's a culturally rich city, but it's not as old or ancient as Coimbatore. You know, Coimbatore oh. has been on the world map or the civilizations map since like like 
you know um, centuries or you know thousands of years but chennai is a reasonably new city it's a it's a very um, it's just been born it's like probably around 300 years old or something because wow. when the british east india company uh-huh. uh, like i mean like when we had this british colonization of india so british uh, um, like they wanted to open up a port your mm-hmm. chennai mm-hmm. Uh, at that time it was just fishing hamlets or you know just communities of people it was not a city it was not a town it was nothing it was just fishing hamlets mm-hmm. and uh, so 300 years ago when the british east india company landed up here mm-hmm. somewhere near um they they built a port and then you know slowly it became a city and then eventually after the i mean after india gained its independence chennai just became the capital of tamil nadu state oh, so that's so interesting that's, huh i never yeah. knew that okay but, but it's a great city to live in you know chennai is called singara chennai like beautiful chennai it's like totally the most happening place if oh. you ask me in in mm-hmm. india uh, uh-huh. for me uh-huh. <laughs> but um, chennai is really good but Coimbatore is where the heart is, right? Oh, Because <laughs> that's where you—that's where you were raised. Yeah, that's where you grew up. Yeah. Oh, are your yeah. parents still in Coimbatore? Uh, no, my parents moved to Hyderabad. That's another uh, capital city of the Telangana state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. no, they moved very recently to Hyderabad. Okay. Uh, maybe you know, uh, uh-huh. four or five years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, cool. All right. So you are an UNCA United Nations Correspondents Association award-winning journalist and the recipient mm-hmm. of the fellowship in journalism by IRP, which is the International Reporting Project, Johns Hopkins School mm-hmm. of Advanced International Studies. First of all, uh, congratulations. That's amazing. But and I also read that you were an electronics engineer and contributed to the automotive electronics industry for a decade. Now, how did you go from that industry to journalism? I mean, did you always want to be a journalist? <laughs> no, not at all. It's like <laughs> uh uh you know, um how did you get into writing? <laughs> so, uh yeah, so this is a very interesting question people ask me this all the time and thank you so much for the, you know, for mentioning the UNCA award and the John Hopkins fellowship mm-hmm. in journalism. Mm-hmm. So I was um I just dabble in writing because it's just nice to write your thoughts down and um I had a brief stint during my teenage uh, years in my high school as the as one of the editors of my school magazine and uh-huh. then like uh later in my graduate studies in the college magazine and uh-huh. those were just like you know it was just a very nice thing to do and you know to be connected with the literary uh people in the university mm-hmm. um so it was just that which i did and um if you ask me why i studied engineering post graduate electronics engineering and then you know uh, yeah. working in the engineering field for 6 years i i really don't know test mm-hmm. how that happened in this happened because mm-hmm. i just went with the flow after my schooling mm-hmm. i just got a good university for engineering studies just studied and you know just got a job and mm. um i got married and my son was born and so finally when my son was just about to um, enter kindergarten mm-hmm. i thought like you know enough was enough and maybe i should uh, take a break and focus on his life and mm-hmm. be a stay at home mom because it was uh, it was financially possible at that time for us to take a break so mm-hmm. uh, for me to take a break from working so mm-hmm. um, so yes i just took a break from engineering uh, 
my engineering uh, work mm-hmm. and uh, you know when i was staying at home with my son i was just uh, reading parenting blogs to see how people all over the world do this thing mm-hmm. because of course i i became a parent i became a mother very early in my life mm-hmm. uh, as per today's standards if you say so um things were i mean of course my mother was always with us uh, mm-hmm. to help us whenever we needed her to help us and my mother in law was also a very generous woman mm-hmm. but um, you know there was still this curiosity to look at how people across the world do this and that's when i happened to um uh happened to read something uh, in margie's blog margie one of the writers in world moms network mm-hmm. and then from her blog i found that she writes for world moms network and then i you know uh, wrote to jennifer and uh, jennifer said yes absolutely yeah. let's get you uh, so that's how the writing journey started if you if you yeah. if you ask that in that way okay. but i always enjoyed writing from my childhood but it was not something i thought i aspire to do in my life mm-hmm. it was just a very happy joyful thing to share my thoughts on paper and That's then after great. i joined world moms network there were a lot of opportunities like i was instantly connected to this international um international happening place mm-hmm. and uh, we went to brazil on a fellowship from johns hopkins we reported from there mm-hmm. and uh, one of the articles which got reported from brazil because world cup was the soccer football world cup was happening in brazil right then and we were also working we were reporting on the health economy and um, the gdp and also the sports of brazil mm-hmm. and i think a few articles really um, you know got picked up by the un so wow. that's how the unca journalism award happened i know so that's amazing if i if i'm you know um if i deserve it in that way that's that's really something which which always gnaws at me but uh, it was indeed a very happy joyful thing to mm-hmm. have happened for me and for world moms network and i'm really always grateful to world moms network for all the opportunities that it has received and mm-hmm. which i have received through you know being a uh, part of it yeah um but i i really don't know if i am <laughs> deserving of the award from un or the fellowship from johns hopkins uh, uh international reporting project and so on but anyway i mean <laughs> i'm grateful god was benevolent so that's that well i you and that- could continue right for yeah. all moms network i continue to write for other um, places also mm-hmm. writing is just a joyous thing to do and we continue to do it so that's that's that well y- yes you are definitely deserving i mean you know i don't think they would have given you that award if you didn't deserve it so you know definitely take that in um and you are a, an, an amazing writer as i know because i've read your stuff <laughs> I, you know so being part of world moms as well um but let's switch gears so you're also involved with heartfulness institute as a heartfulness meditation trainer how did you get involved mm-hmm. how did you get involved with heartfulness meditation and how long have you been a heartfulness meditation trainer and what do you like about being a heartfulness meditation trainer That's a lot Thank of questions. You, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, it all it all means uh, uh, it's all going to have the same answer from me. Okay. So, Heartfulness Institute is a non-profit organization which teaches heart-based meditation. We learn to meditate on the source of light in the heart. 
एंड बोथ दिज ऑर्गेनाइजेशन बोथ हार्टफुलनेस इंस्टीट्यूट एंड वर्ल्ड मॉम्स नेटवर्क इज वेरी क्लोज टू माई हार्ट एंड इट्स वन ऑफ द प्लेसेस टू ऑफ द प्लेसेस आई ऑलवेज वॉन्ट टू बी सो हाउ डिड आई जॉइन हार्टफुलनेस इंस्टीट्यूट दैट वॉज वन ऑफ योर क्वेश्चन सो आई डिड नॉट जॉइन और आई डिड नॉट बिकम अ पार्ट ऑफ हार्टफुलनेस institute or organization in that way i was just born into it is something i would say my father when he was a student in the 1960s he tried heartfulness meditation when his roommate or uh, yeah when his um graduate called when he was doing his college graduate studies mm-hmm. uh, his roommate was a meditator and you know my father just you know picked it up from him and i mean since then my family oh. has been meditating and then i mean wow my mother and my father were both meditators mm-hmm. so you know so i was just born into it sort of mm-hmm. and uh, by extension of all that it has always been part of my life and the community which heartfulness has created internationally has also been part of me mm. okay and so does your family practice meditation as well yes oh, yes okay. i mean meditation it's um so yeah so uh meditation is not uh something we practice mm-hmm. separately as something we practice you know it's just part of our lives in that you. way okay okay <laughs> yeah okay. so that's that's really interesting yeah. okay um because i was like well since your father has been doing it and your family has been involved uh, or part has been living with it that's really that's really interesting because it's it really is a different way of living i guess different way of thinking right about life is that mm-hmm. what it is mm-hmm. um and and you also host glow heartfulness webinars for women now what does glow stand for and why do you host this webinar <laughs> yeah so um glow is actually an acronym it mm-hmm. stands for genuine loving outstanding women mm-hmm. and um we actually started it as an offshoot from the meditation sessions which we had on world moms network oh, and um, okay yeah it is a place where you can be to learn meditation and uh, i would say it is trying to compassionately empower women and in fact jennifer burden the ceo of world moms network was my first keynote speaker on the glow heartfulness webinar oh, really oh, cool. so <laughs> yeah so we invite a lot of uh, speakers um once every month or two speakers in a month and uh, these speakers share something from their lives or from what they are um, really great at what they are good at what they enjoy doing and these people are our inspiration mm-hmm. and uh, they inspire the women or the audience or the participants of the globe webinars and uh, we we've had a lot of people who are eminent in their field like directors of the united nations or nutritionists or mm-hmm. physio or physiotherapists or mm-hmm. health and wellness experts and career experts uh, women leaders women mm-hmm. entrepreneurs uh, people from the fortune 500 companies and heartfulness trainers and mindfulness trainers so many of these eminent women leaders of the society uh, come and inspire women and we also teach meditation along with this so glow has really been a 
it's it's been a wonderful journey working with glow in the last 6 or 7 years wow. and it was around the same time i also became a heartfulness trainer like wow. 2015 wow yeah. that's crazy yeah that's really amazing because i have um attended one or two of your webinars and i'm always amazed like the women are really interesting you know it's like there was one <laughs> lawyer and and they're from different countries so that's even amazing because to get you know to have these women talk about what they do and and then be able to practice meditation along with it or you know mm. s- start to meditate or how to like be taught how to meditate it's really really awesome i believe um it's funny mm. because i never really got into meditation until i got in touch with Judith Nelson another world mom who does this as well mm. so I did one or I think one session with her you know and it was really amazing because it really took me out of my head <laughs> it really like you know <laughs> made me like oh Judith okay. yeah Judith is an amazing woman a uh, woman she was part of me in the glow webinars also oh. in the initial stages she helped me set up glow you know wow. she is a very resourceful very amazing woman yeah. and uh, she's from Scotland and yeah. um, I know I've known her for many many years and really? uh, she's also a heartfulness trainer so yeah i mean if she's available certainly definitely you can yeah. you know continue to learn meditation from judith she yeah. she has really helped me in so many ways in both glow and also in so many other heartfulness projects wow okay and all right so you are also one of the first members and senior editor of world bombs network um hmm. has, has that title changed by the way I'm not are you still senior editor? <laughs> I'm I'm just like I want to make sure. <laughs> um and yeah. it has changed, right? I I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. No, uh so there are a few more I mean uh like you know you you are also the senior editor yes. of Asia region. Yes. So, All right. So, so you I'm, are uh yeah in Africa. I I take care of Africa and Middle East and right. um uh yeah it's uh the the place that we you know uh, have in our hearts and mm-hmm. uh, the role i play with world moms network keeps changing like mm-hmm. um, um there were there were so many roles i helped out with yes. like i helped out with social media at one time right. and of course editing is always going on uh, i was also working uh, helping out with social good projects that was when we did that uh, tea parties with uh, gavi mm-hmm. uh, which is that vaccine yeah and uh, there were so many roles and responsibilities i've been involved with within world moms network since its inception and right now i'm uh, the chief strategy officer with world moms network so that's also a wonderful role i'm uh, trying to fulfill with mm. along with jennifer burden right. so um so writing is still and editing and writing are still something which is very close to my heart and that's that's never something i want to ever give up mm. so I continue to do that yeah. yeah that's awesome okay and did you have an aha moment when you discovered world moms network uh yeah so um so there was a short break okay we had at world moms network i think for one year or one and a half years mm-hmm. but i was always in touch with a few world moms like jen sofia nancy Uh, of course you and a few others too but uh, once when we all got back in touch this uh, early this year or you know early previous year mm-hmm. um it was it was just like 
i i don't even know that moment was so special and mm. there are no words i can actually describe so you know when people say there are no words to describe yeah. it as an editor i feel like oh uh-huh. my god that's such a dumb cliche thing to say but <laughs> in in fact in fact in fact it was the most beautiful moment uh, in all of the pandemic and that was when i realized how much i missed world moms network from my life and then i decided no matter what i would never let this sisterhood go away from my life you know mm. and that was a very beautiful revelation it mm. was more than an aha moment it was like these people are my family i mm. i can't say they are part of my family and you know mm. um, there are no uh, comparatives it's like the most superlative word i can ever use and getting back in touch with all of these wonderful women was mm-hmm. it was such a uh, you know such a it was like a tonic a great boost of energy and i would never ever you know mm. ever give up that <laughs> again oh, oh that's awesome yeah i mean i i feel the same way you know when we had a break and i was just like um okay <laughs> it's like well you know <laughs> but it was wonderful because even with the break we managed to still keep in touch which was beautiful mm. which was really amazing and and that I love I love that about world moms and I love you know the connections mm. and the sisterhood of world moms you know especially emanating from Jen Burden you know that's that's her baby and but you know because of her like you know she really wants this world moms to be such a Uh, I like to be connected with so many women and it and it's beautiful and that's what I love about it you know because no matter where we are you know we're also connected mm-hmm. you know and I love that that's really really and and like you said you know it's like it's one <laughs> thing that really like keeps me actually in check too because I'm like it's something to look forward to I I look forward to every call that we have even when we're on whatsapp you know it's like okay just say hi <laughs> just saying hi you know say like, but it's a connection i love that connection so yeah thank you for that and this i i would like to appreciate one thing you always do on whatsapp you no matter what you respond to everybody's messages <laughs> you respond to everything you are so prompt you're so you know oh. i i really feel that kind of connection and love which you try to exhibit like it's so maternal in a in a in a good positive way and oh. um, i really really appreciate and i wish i was like that you know uh, oh, you are. you, you No yeah but you are really 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 appreciate and admire how you respond to everybody every single thing you give the best and you make everybody feel special test that's Aww. so you have such a beautiful heart Oh thank you thank so you much oh my gosh okay <laughs> I said I I really appreciate that thank you wow okay um so with all of that that you're doing currently is so what is mm. is there is there something that keeps you up at night ah uh, <laughs> what keeps me up at night yeah. that's a that's a uh, is that a keeps me up at night no i'm not an insomnia <laughs> i in fact <laughs> if i go to bed nobody can wake me up like you know <laughs> i love that oh my gosh i love that answer so Yeah. So I'm I I but I do understand what you mean that mm. um you know I always wonder um what is what is going to be uh, our lives our future in the next few years mm. in the next you know I mean of course history has always shown that 
things always keep getting better and better but i still keep wondering how are we going to bring peace yeah how are we going to i know it's not something in an individual's hand like you and me but mm-hmm. that's something it's very really elusive and i don't want this podcast to turn out political but no. you know peace is something i always wonder about mm-hmm. you know with so much happening in the world right now um, yeah for sure sometimes i i don't know what more we can do right mm mm-hmm. So yeah, but I I that was a question that I really wanted to ask. You know, and and that just something came up because as you said, there's so much going on right now. So, I'm always interested to to find out from my guest what keeps you up at night, mm-hmm. you know. But thank you for that answer. And and it, you know, it's not political at all. It's it's a human thing, you know. It's I think it's mm-hmm. it's out of humanity. <laughs> so, um <laughs> thank it's it's a it's a great answer. Um Okay so is there someone you would credit for where you are now? Yeah so I think I I would credit my father you know absolutely he's the um he's my my creative genes are from him mm-hmm. all that I am all that I aspire to be if I'm half of what he has been Mm-hmm. all his life and where he is today mm-hmm. uh if i can be a little bit of that i think um i think i'm so blessed to have evolved to that place where he is and there is so much nobility in his presence and mm. i wish you know i wish i can in i can emulate it and i can be as ennobled as he is in that way and there is this um there is this beautiful love from him for everybody and I I don't know how it's possible for mm. us to be like that humans to be like that but um you know I I can credit a lot of people for learning a lot of things okay but um something I always aspire to be is him and I always credit that mm-hmm. first because it's still something I'm working on <laughs> well well you know I I I think I I can speak for myself too. I mean where I I think we're all a work in progress, but I love that you have such an amazing you know love and respect for your father, you know, and obviously, you know, it's like it's still very um it's still very present. So that's that's really awesome. That's really cool. Okay, so do you do you have any personal goals and is there anything you haven't yet done that you would like to do that you haven't yet tried? Yeah so I would like to write better you know I would like to write more and I would like to write better and I want to inspire more of our mothers to write uh, mm. from World Moms Network that's something I want to continue to do mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes it's quite a challenge because everybody is occupied with their lives and what they want uh, doing currently mm-hmm. but you know that's something I want to do I want to write more for myself I want to write uh about a lot of things diverse things mm-hmm. um various things just not parenting and social good and human rights i want to write about philosophy too i want to write about spirituality too i want to write for children too i want to write oh. different types of things uh-huh. and uh, that's something i aspire that's one of my goals and another goal which i have is i want to help people meditate as many people as possible um which i'm of course continuing to do uh, mm-hmm. being a heartfulness trainer mm-hmm. so that's another goal which i want to continue to pursue and uh, if there are you know these many billion people in the world like 8 billion mm-hmm. and if all of us 
meditate like <laughs> i think then the solutions i mean there won't be need to look for solutions that is probably a good solution mm okay thank you for that so is there any way for anyone to get involved with heartfulness meditation and also with world moms network yeah totally so with regards to world moms network please drop a mail to worldmomsblog@gmail.com where you can get in touch with jennifer directly if wherever you are writing from and she'll put you in touch with the senior editors and i would really be happy if there are more of us who write for world moms network so please 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 get in touch and uh, all of you are welcome who are listening to this podcast that's one way to get involved but there are so many ways to get involved with world moms network even if you know writing is not a passion we need a lot of creative content creators uh, like we need people who can do good uh, artwork who can who can do photographs who can uh, who are good in networking who are i mean there are a lot of things you can help out with in world moms network you can volunteer and we are also looking at how to create paid opportunities for people who want to get in touch with us so please do that <laughs> there mm-hmm. is so much you can do with world moms network and with regards to heartfulness institute yes there are so many ways to get involved but first i would really encourage all of you who are listening to this podcast to sit down and learn to meditate if that's 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 one of the things you would like to try out you don't need any prior experience to meditate you can just feel the supposition of a source of light or a source of love in your heart deep down in your heart and gently focus your attention on this source of light in the heart close your eyes and meditate and try to find peace in this deep meditation in this deep inward pull of the light into your heart just try start trying it for 5 minutes 10 minutes as long as you can meditate maybe 30 minutes and of course you can log into heartfulness.org get in touch with trainers on world moms network there are three or four uh, mothers who are trainers i'm a trainer sofia is a trainer judith nelson is also a trainer and i mean i think there are other trainers too i'll have to check so you can always get in touch with heartfulness trainers through world moms network also so uh, if you want to know how other in other ways you want to get involved with heartfulness uh, institute you can be part of glow webinars which is a part of the heartfulness institute's uh, babies it's sponsored by the heartfulness institute so if you want to get in get involved with glow webinars you can write to glow g l o w at heartfulness.org and you can write to jennifer at worldmomsblog@gmail.com if you would like to get involved with world moms network and writing is not the only thing we do at world moms network so please feel free and write oh, to us that's awesome thank you and so where do you see yourself in 5 years yeah so that's <laughs> that's something i really wonder you know i'm curious too mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> i really i really don't know what to say to this test i've been thinking <laughs> this in at least 6 months since you asked me you know mm. long ago you asked me this and i've been thinking a lot and i've really not found a, mm-hmm. a answer where do i want to be i i really don't know and this is not something i've ever thought in my whole life like when mm. i was a child or when i was in my teenage um when i was a teenager when i was in my 
school college university mm-hmm. when i got married it just things always naturally happened and flowed mm-hmm. and they were reasonably good i mm-hmm. mean no complaints so far so um i'm not really expected or i've not really worked for something hard or i have just gone with the flow of the river mm-hmm. i don't have any strong ambitions mm-hmm. in that way okay. and i mean life has just given me things mm-hmm. and i'm just accepted whatever it is and oh i love that answer sometimes though sometimes things have been very happy and sometimes things have been um you know um which requires some kind of acceptance but mm-hmm. um i'm not i don't have this personality in me to um have ambition and work for it and achieve it and that's something i always lack <laughs> Uh, since so i i don't know where i'm going to be in the next 5 years no that's fine and, and so actually no 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 please don't apologize if anything i think it's really i i love that answer because i think you 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 kind of nailed it though because you you're just living in the moment which a lot of people don't <laughs> you know and and that's really awesome because so many you know people um i mean i, I don't want to generalize but a lot of people have these goals which is great but at the same time you know i i wonder if they're living in the present or are they just constantly mm-hmm. like they're looking towards what's out there in 5 years or what or what am i looking for in 5 years instead of <laughs> saying you know what well this is what i have currently why am i not living into that present you know so i i love that answer because it it is like you said you're like you know flowing with li- uh, we're living life like a river. I I I like that because it's just really fluid. Um because you never know. You never know what's in that around the next corner, right? So Tess, it's just so sweet of you. So like Tess, so like your beautiful heart to just take my answer and twist it into something so beautiful, so epiphanic and so you know <laughs> i i just love what you just did <laughs> but i'm not like such a great living in the present person or maybe i am i don't know but uh, it's just uh, i can't think of what i'm going to cook in the next <laughs> half an hour <laughs> so that's not really so great right <laughs> but well, no, yeah i i think that's i think that's really funny because i'm a planner right and it's so funny i i like to plan things but sometimes you know mm-hmm. like you know something happens and i'm like well i guess i'm not doing that anymore because something else <laughs> happened so in a way i like the way you're you're thinking because I, i like your thinking because it it allows for flexibility right i mean mm-hmm. as opposed to having someone who's so like i'm a stickler so i have to have it da 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 i'm like like organized up to a point and then something doesn't mm. go my way and i'm like wait what happened <laughs> you know so i, I think <laughs> i wish some of that would rub off on me <laughs> <laughs> well you know as it we can learn from each other i think but it's it's i i yeah. i like that idea because it's like it gives you the fluidity and the flexibility of just saying okay you know I mean this happened so how am I going to respond to that and then go from there you know but I I love that so but it's really funny because I'm like I am so not that <laughs> you know it's like I am such a stickler <laughs> um and sometimes it's like to a, a a bad not a bad thing but it's it's more like you know it keeps me um so focused that I don't see what's around 
the periphery, you know, sometimes the periphery is more important than what's in front. So mm. I like that. Um, okay. Thank so, you, Tess. Thank you for making that so beautiful, you know, <laughs> making my answer so beautiful. Thank oh, you. Oh my gosh. It was like, no, I think that's how I interpreted it. So, I mean, that's from your words, you know, so. Um, okay. So is there anything you'd like to say to the listeners? Yes, definitely, Tess. Thank you. Um, so I think a majority of your participants are women, of course, uh, with mm-hmm. men also. So your podcast is also called Revolutionary Women, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to tell all the women out there that women have so many gifts within them. They have, uh, at the risk of sounding, you know, uh, esoteric, I would say women have a lot of divine gifts inside them. What I really mean is they have a lot of loving, compassionate gifts inside their heart. To find that and to believe in that and to realize that it is it is a very simple process, yet it may not appear to be so easy because it takes years of conditioning. Uh, you know, it, it has taken us years of conditioning to actually come here and it's going to take a few more years of conditioning to unravel all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, we did need the, you know, uh, women empowerment we, uh, movements of the past century and this century to come mm-hmm. where we are today but what i'm trying to say is it is it is it is necessary for women to move forward from where we have come right now and try to find a real meaning of empowerment empowerment is not just you know it, it empowerment is just being who i want to be not this beautiful manicured women uh, image of the empowered woman in a which the society has given us today. But at the same time, it's not this docile woman who slaves in the kitchen of the past or, you know, who draws water from the wells. And, you know, uh, it's not that docile woman at the same time. It's not this empowered woman in a, you know, beautiful Mm -hmm. jacket in the boardroom. I am so grateful to my husband that he brings home the pay packet and the paycheck and it gives me so much time, energy and effort uh, to do what I'm aspiring to do in other ways to serve the society. But at the same time, you know, uh, I'm I'm happy in being who I am. Mm-hmm. I am, don't want to be this boardroom woman in a jacket. But at the same time, I know that I'm so empowered in my heart. I'm confident in my mind. I am equal to my husband, I'm equal to anybody else. Mm-hmm. I'm neither higher nor am I lower. And equality doesn't mean this um, this equal in you know um, monetary benefits, equal in monetary in the ability of monetarily you know produce money or height or weight or any of these physical, mental, emotional attributes. Equal being equal is just being true to yourself, being authentic to be this person who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And if I can be that, I think, I think, I mean, like, that's the goal of life, right? Mm-hmm. To be happy, to be who you are, to be meaningful to your own self. So I want women out there not to be carried away with anything specific, unless it is what they want to do, what they want to be. Mm. I love that. To try to discover the gifts they have in their heart, in their mind, in their, you know, intelligence, in their emotional abilities, and, uh, you know, nowadays vulnerability is worshipped. It's not something which is weak. Uh, emotional empowerment and uh, vulnerability is 
a very beautiful thing to have mm-hmm. and women have that more than men so there are so many things women are more powerful in they are more empowered and um, i have found all this through this meditation heartfulness meditation and i feel so good with myself mm-hmm. with who i am and i want that it's not some it's not to chase some idea of empowerment it is to feel empowered with who we are mm-hmm. so that's something i want to you know leave the listeners with or to share oh that's beautiful purnima thank you for that and it's so it really is you know it's all about feeling empowered within yourself you know no matter the outside you know the inside is the <laughs> one that really counts and and i love that that's really beautiful thank you for that um so what can you say to young people who might want to get involved with heartfulness meditate heartfulness institute So I would say to young people is um it's it's more of you know it's more of a journey with yourself rather than with this as an organization the organization just stands to teach meditation mm. so if young people are tuning in and listening to this podcast i just uh, encourage all of you young old anybody to spend a few moments with yourself every day early in the morning you know or any time of the day if you're not an early riser any time of the day and just spend a few moments with your heart you know mm. you are if you are so young and like i mean if you are you are specifically young people and uh, so i would just like to say have a date with your heart every day every single day go on you know mm. go out into your heart and have a date with your heart and and spend time with your heart and see what your heart says close your eyes sit down and you know gently give this attention awareness place it on your heart and just be there with your heart oh, i love that thank you so if you had one thing to change that you wish you had done years ago what would that be okay so there are two things okay <laughs> i would say i should have followed my heart uh while i did do that many times there were also sometimes when i didn't do that so i would like to tell i wish i would i sh- i wish i could have done that and um well it's it's okay but life is still good mm-hmm. so i wish i could have followed my heart and i wish i was more assertive at certain times in my life hmm. while things did turn out really you know all right but you know that's something i'm uh, working on okay Okay. And the last question is if you could go back in time, what advice would you mm-hmm. tell your younger self? Oh, I would say do what your heart says. Do listen to your heart because the heart always speaks the loudest, mm. <laughs> not the world. And um, ultimately you would end up doing only what your heart says. That's not going to change. So why you know waste all the time and uh, all that years trying to do something which the world says and trying to fit in into some place where you know the world says is where you need to fit mm. so uh, fit into the place where your heart is and uh, that's something you know i want to tell my younger self but you know that's okay because i've told my older self that is now mm-hmm. and now i'm really where my heart and um though i started out my journey being an engineer i'm where i am right now which is where i want to be so yeah. while i do you know while i do try to say that to my younger self my older self has listened to me finally Aww. so <laughs> i love that that's awesome 
Well, Purnima, thank you so much for being on the show, for sharing your thoughts and your life with us. And I, I, I love, like, you know, connecting with you through our conference calls in World Moms, and, and um, I would love to attend more Heartfulness Meditation with GLOW. Um, but, you know, kudos to you with all the work that you're doing, and I, you know, I can't wait to, like, you know, um, get more involved with heartfulness. We can talk more about that after. But um, <laughs> thank you again for being so generous with your time. I know it's already nighttime there in India, um, but I, I really appreciate you and your time. And um, with that, you know, I, I will speak with you soon. Have a good evening. Thank you okay. so much. Thank you, Tess. Have a great day, you too. And um, thank you for, you know, accommodating me and uh, rescheduling this so many <laughs> times to accommodate me. That's <laughs> it's okay. so sweet of you. And you're such a special person in World Moms Network and you're such a special person in our lives. Mm. Thank you for being this beautiful person. And congratulations on the anniversary of uh, your podcast, Revolutionary mm. Woman. Thank you. You're doing amazing. And I enjoy listening to all these amazing women at your podcast so best wishes thank you so much oh my gosh thank you i really really appreciate that all right i will speak with you soon okay thank you you're welcome bye that's our show for today i've posted more information about purnima ramakrishnan on revwoman.com thank you for listening and i hope you'll tune in every thursday for another episode of revolutionary woman You can listen to Revolutionary Women on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Just a little note, I've launched a Patreon account to support the show. All proceeds will go to producing and editing the episodes to give my poor husband a break for being my personal IT and production department. He wrote this. The address is patreon.com slash revwoman.